Welcome to the first episode of the Kraken Report, um, a more progressive podcast about uh, hockey and the people who play it. Um, I'm here with Wes. This is Calvin Kemp of the Kraken Report. Hello. Welcome to the first uh, episode and season of the, <laughs> the Kraken Report. A lot of exciting new things, new hockey team, new podcast, new website, thekrakenreport.com. Where you can find all things Kraken. Um, uh, we've started out our season with the road loss. As we all know, that means all hope is lost. Uh, <laughs> we got to hang it up. Nobody's ever recovered from a road loss. As you know, as a Maple Leafs fan, as our resident um, Maple Leafs correspondent. Yeah, as I know, um, all you have to do is win, lose the first game and there's no hope. I mean, I was feeling like a Leafs fan there for a minute. Um, as, you know, two seasons ago, the Leafs actually came up from a deficit to win first high and then win in overtime. So I was like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And, you know, they didn't, but I'm not worried. Wouldn't it's you gonna... say that you know about real misery from being a Leafs fan, though? I would. I would say that I choose this, like I chose this lifestyle, but like, um, yeah, I would say, I don't know. I'm already like hopeful again. I'm already like, they're going to do it, but I'm, um, I'm saving the optimism for the playoffs. As far as Leafs go, I think the Kraken are actually going to be really exciting. They did not give up an effort. They were a bit clumsy, but Mm. I don't think that they... They looked like they wanted it, and they looked like they were hungry for it. I just, I think they were a bit clumsy, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah, there's a lot of things going into this game. An uncoordinated group who's never played a real game together. Uh, some guys coming off the plane who weren't even uh, scheduled until the last minute to get on the ice. Uh, thankfully, we got McCann and Alexiak in, and uh, were able to shift some of the lineup. But that means also that wasn't the game plan initially. Uh, had to refigure the lines and kind of work out what we were going to do from there. Yeah, I mean, I know looking at my favorite team, the Leafs, they have like Marner and Matthews. Um, and I'm sure the Penguins also have their identity and star players. Yeah. Who do I, you think, I'm sorry, who do you think is going to be that for the Kraken? Couldn't name any Penguins. Uh, Crosby is okay at hockey. Um, I don't think we have a Crosby type yet, right? Like, um, I think our, our identity will come from the back end. I, I believe we'll get it in goaltending and defense. I think Giordano, of course, really great name to be putting as captain. Uh, I'm very happy with that. That's what I wanted. I followed him on the leaves or uh, the, the flames, excuse me. I like Geeky. Um, yeah. he tied, he tied us up, right? He did tie us up. Yeah, he did. Um, Tenev, I think, has a lot going for him. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of personality that can that we don't have yet just because we're so new that I think we'll get a lot more exciting um, as we go through, you know, adversity and, like, triumph over adversity this season. I really, really... You look like someone like Tenev and they call him Turbo for good reason. He could really jet away on a breakaway and put up some uh, 
some key points for us. We're going to find guys too who just didn't get enough ice team, ice time on their prior teams, and they're going to show up in ways that they never had. So very interested to see who really emerges. Uh, Geeky's one of them that they weren't even really looking at. Um, and, and he's emerged into like a fully formed player right away. So uh, Geeky, he is exciting. Yeah. No, the scoring tonight was really exciting to see. Um, I mean, a lot of teams may have had a 3-0 deficit and then kind of let that, you know, let that hurt them. The Leafs might have done that, <laughs> but like not the Kraken, man. No. They um, they fought until the end and put up the scores. So I was I was really excited and really impressed. Um, I saw on Facebook groups all over people are saying they can't hack it in the National Hockey League, and I think that, <laughs> I think that a an opening game of almost tying up the game at the end is something to something to brag about. Wouldn't you say Vegas are pretty good too? Like they're pretty much <laughs> on the caliber to be in the Stanley Cup right now, and this is the yeah. first game we ever played. So, yeah, that is no, too. the Vegas is man love teams to play. Yeah, I mean they didn't exactly give us the Senators to play in the first night, didn't they? <laughs> no, uh, it was weird though. Like a Seattle versus Vegas, like five years ago, that wouldn't have sounded like a real hockey match. So. Uh, that's fun for your very first game. That that weirdness. It was weird. I was like, didn't we just get Vegas? Like yeah. time has passed in a really weird way. They said five years. And I was like, it's been five years. I don't think it's been five years. And then I looked and it has. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's been very strange just to watch Vegas form just the last couple of years and uh, how they do. Uh, they had that early entry into the playoffs in the cup. And then uh, we're not going to have that because teams learn their lesson by giving away prime pieces to Vegas. So it's not like we're starting out with what they had or what they have now. I mean, it's not comparable. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll see who gets out. Um, Yeah. I think that a lot of key like stakeholders, shareholders, maybe is what I'm trying to say would be surprised. Mm-hmm. If the Kraken didn't go to the finals, I think be, that a lot uh, of money is betting that they would. I'd be surprised if they didn't make playoffs this year. Um, I think Hackstall will coach us into the playoffs at the very least. We'll, we'll edge in in a bad division. We'll, we'll fall in. Oh yeah. I don't know if we'll oh, beat yeah. Vegas in the playoffs to get further, but, but I think that'll happen. I wonder what that means for the Leafs if we get yeah. in. I don't know. I haven't figured that far ahead for, for your leaves. Uh, I figure that it means the same thing. It means every year, first round exits. And <laughs> Well, I just mean, it might mean that we don't, I, I'm really not the strongest on math and analytics, but like, I don't know. I was thinking, could it mean that we don't have to face the Bruins again? Yeah. Um, Cause if so, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, so how do you feel overall? Uh, uh, I felt like right out of the gate, we came out getting shots on goal. I thought the first period, we had more shots than Vegas, obviously that looked really good for me. Yes. I, um, I do feel good about them. I am waiting. Like if we don't win the next game, 
I'll be a little concerned. Um, even though it's actually fine to not win the first two, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to see them win the next game. Yeah, we have Predators next game, um, which uh, another team kind of constructed like ours, a little back heavy. Uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how we do against them. But hopefully, Gruvira was just nervous. <laughs> he let a couple in that he didn't need to. Uh, I, I, there was that questionable one that really broke the score too. Uh, it was kind of a kick in. Uh, the final score of the game. So um, almost worth calling away, but uh, they kind of had to give it to him. Yeah, I think they made the right choice on there. It yeah, looked solid enough. I can't I can't say that they should pull every goal just because I would have pulled it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they have to be objective. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the officiating still kind of sides with Vegas. That's been a theme that, that we'll probably explore as the season goes on. Uh, but... Overall, good performance. Uh, the Kraken look good uh, for where they are, who they are. Um, we're still finding all that out, so a lot of time to develop and to figure out how it goes. Um, you didn't watch as much of the preseason, did you? No, I actually, life was happening. <laughs> life happened. Preseason is a weird, like, in-between, between not hockey and having hockey. Um, but I know you watched some. What, what did you get from the preseason? Um yeah, it, it is kind of not hockey anyway. I mean, watching preseason games is like figuring out line combinations. And I felt like I didn't get uh, solid answers, but we had a winning preseason, right? So, uh, I, I mean, it didn't look bad on us. Uh, yeah, I, I think we uh, we looked good against Vancouver. We acted like we were playing a real game in some of them. Fan response was good. I was just happy to see a team iced. So that's all I needed. Yeah, that's good. I mean, now here is where like the real hockey begins. So yeah. I I did look at like, you know, um, highlights and I looked at um, scores. So I was happy with what I saw. Like I wasn't worried about what I saw with the preseason and I wasn't not worried tonight. Yeah. I know that a lot of people maybe who are listening to this, who may be new to hockey might be a little discouraged. And you should not be, you should hang up your skates. It'll be <laughs> just the Mariners all over again on ice. Um, yeah, Mariners on ice. Um, I think that um, 82 games is a long time. Yeah. Some of them are going to be lost. A lot of them are going to be lost if we're yeah. going to get in. Um, so if I could leave a note of encouragement to new hockey fans, um Coming from a Leafs fan, which means we haven't known victory in 50-something years. Um, 52, 53 years, I think it's been. So. Yeah. Um, just be encouraged that we actually did really good tonight. Um, it's We didn't get embarrassed, and we're not a bad hockey team. We actually played really, really well. As a Penguins fan, I'd say give up all hope. <laughs> Penguins. A former Penguins fan, I'm in the uh, transitionary stage where I've given up a a formerly great team that seemed like they were on the outs. Uh, Tonight, they won 6-2 against Tampa Bay. So uh, the worst performance I saw tonight was from the Stanley Cup winning uh, Tampa Bay Lightning of all teams. So uh, don't give up hope in the the Kraken yet. They played better than the the championship (laughs) team. And that one is actually interesting. Um, Are you going to be a one-team guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've got to be, although I'll follow the Penguins closely, 
because I have a lot of vested interest in those players. So, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've encountered a couple of types of hockey fans. There's the ones who are like, nope, giving it up, cracking only. Like, I've encountered some really devout fans of other teams who are just like, nope, we love that cracking. Um, and then people like me who are like, yeah collectors of hockey teams <laughs> how um, many have you collected now three growing up i lived around the avalanche so mm-hmm. i follow the avalanche especially since nazim kadri is there and now um a few years ago i got onto the leafs um i guess it's five years ago now um and you know that you, you can't go back once you're a leafs fan they don't allow you out so um, <laughs> they can't they can't let anyone out otherwise uh they'd have some issues uh, if they let you never, have another team that would be disastrous i signed a contract um and then the kraken who i've been really excited about since they came on i've been learning more about hockey i kind of represent the side of the podcast that's a little bit not as good at analytics <laughs> but like really into hockey um but, I mean, a lot of our city is new to hockey. Yeah, um, maybe uh, they don't need analytics off the top. Uh, I'm sure I'll get into some in a few episodes. And as we ease into some of the play, we'll we'll talk about, like, depth charts and, like, uh, how the lines are performing. But um, we don't need to talk about Corsi ratings right now, right? Because <laughs> we just started. But, like, yeah. I'm here for the people who are like, what is all those, what are all those numbers? Yeah. You have me. <laughs> and I appreciate you. Um yeah, for me, it was, like, starting with, like, Lemieux and Yager. I was just uh, uh, kind of like a man without a country anyway between Seattle and then uh, being in Ohio before they had the Blue Jackets. I gravitated up north to the Penguins. Um, so, uh, for me, you know, it was either uh, Vancouver or Pittsburgh. But my Vancouver wait's always been I need Seattle to have a team. I, yeah. I just – I knew it would happen. I've been waiting – um, my entire life for, for 33 years now for this to happen um yeah i i've this is a lifelong passion and it's a, a passion project just to to watch a game now it feels like uh, in a way that the penguins never were like i don't have that internal identity as a yinzer i'm never going to be a pittsburghese speaker yeah. so um so for me it's it's wrapped up in players right like i i love yager of I have my dog that I named after Yermir Yager right next to me. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of installed interest in those players. And um, I love that we brought uh, Tanev and McCann over. So, for me, uh, it's nice to have a couple of penguins that I'm awfully fond of on the Kraken. Made it easy to transition. Oh, absolutely. And I have the head coach. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, the former I, East coach. Yeah, which I still have like a some amount of spite about for being like a Philadelphia coach at one point, and I I I have less spite about the Leafs because I at least respect it. And like when I play the hockey video games, I always choose the Leafs because they were always rated like the lowest. I wanted it to be like my career, like going like I want that upward trajectory of going from <laughs> the low to the high. So I I always played as the Maple Leafs. Um, because if you play as the Penguins, of course you have like a Lemieux, then Crosby. I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted a team of like nobodies that I could take to the top. I think the Leafs wanted that too. 
Yeah. And... <laughs> I, for many years, I thought that was their identity of of wanting wanting to lose. Uh, oh, it but, was. But now there's, now there's Matthews, and Matthews is uh, extraordinary. He'd be great on any other team. Oh, yeah. Any other team would die for him. It's they just would. that Toronto hates. They don't hate him. It's just they're very disappointed in him. Well, their media is a very disappointing circus anyway. Like the Toronto media just eats up players. So that's always fun oh, to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. I mean, but he's an excellent player. He just needs to give Toronto more this yeah. year. He certainly needs to perform in the playoffs. There was something. There was like a line than... last year that like either Marner or Matthews or both kind of gave up at the end. Like they they gave up that final push at the playoffs. I mean, it felt like it because I was talking to you about like the moment when I was like, yeah, I'm in pain when um it was when Marner, I forgot what game it was. I think it was game two. They were at the end of a power play and these fans correct me if I'm getting this wrong. It might be. Um, but Marner shot the puck over the glass yeah. <laughs> and then just like started crying. Um, I remember, yeah, because they scored. And, um, I remember being like, Yeah, no, this is this is the choice I've made. Um, <laughs> this is the choice I've made, and I felt bad for being so hard on a what is he, 22, 24 year old? Um, Very but young. like. Know, but it man. wasn't it the is. time. It wasn't the space to do that. So he is a well-paid 22-year-old, and the reason he's well-paid is so he doesn't do stuff like that. And I just hope that he doesn't this year. I don't think we have any players on our roster at the Kraken mm. who are going to be that over-promising and under-delivering. No, That's I don't the think. Problem with the I don't think there's anyone over-promising on on the Kraken, which is nice. I mean, maybe like a. If Grubauer really fell out all season, there would be like a lot of rage. But um, I, I really doubt Grubauer could have a horrible season. So, hey, we'll just trade him for Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> There's Freddie a, you wanted to talk about an exciting new television show, The Squid Game. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> that sounds cracking related, though. Uh, maybe this episode should be called The Squid Game. Um, hey, that's, I would take it. Yeah. yeah as long as- as long as you can. So no, you, the all or nothing. Um, hold on. You watch the Squid Game, right? <laughs> I wa- I am currently watching it. Okay, yeah. you are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you said, the Korean shows go all in. They're all or nothing. That's what you want to talk about. <laughs> I see what you did there. They really do, though. The Squid Game is really intense. Yeah, I, I love the Korean directors. Uh, I watched some South Korean cinema the last couple months. Um, a friend Ben does like a challenge to get everyone watching South Korean films. And there's just like a whole range of things people don't even see. Um, uh, there's more than just Bong Joon-ho, right? Like there's, there's all these other directors and they do a lot of thrillers. I think Squid Game takes part in that like uh, crazy Korean thriller thing. And the Korean social media is just off the charts. So you can't get better advertising than uh, Korean social media for like K-pop and um, Korean thrillers. You really can't. K-pop's also on fire right now. It's amazing. Yeah. If any K-pop bands want to uh, sponsor the show, um, that's what They're I'm looking welcome for. to. I will do a dance. Anyone is welcome to sponsor the show. <laughs> We're taking uh, all bribes and offers. 
yeah, no, we um, will be like Manscaped. I yeah. probably won't read your ad, but feel free to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about the Manscaped. <laughs> we'll find our way around it. There's uh, uh, speaking of Manscaped, uh, how about those uh, maple leaves? <laughs> um, the all or nothing. Did you get a chance to watch that? I'm worried about it because I don't know if it's just like team promotion. I, I mean, I, I guess the thing is like I know how the last season ended. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to relive it? Do you think it's worth reliving that season? Love it. It is not team promotion. <laughs> um, no. Anti-team promotion. I, I mean, me as a Leafs fan, I don't have like an unbiased point of view, mm. but like it definitely, um, you could tell the directorial. Like the creative control is in Amazon's camp mm-hmm. and not in um, the Leafs camp. Because it was a tough season for them. They were planning on doing all or nothing all the way to the cup. Um, it <laughs> Which is, was, they should know better. It was interesting. Like, you don't often get to see an honest look at what happens inside of a front office. Yeah. What a front office even looks like. Um, what the conversations between Keith and um, Dubas were. Yeah. Like, for example, there's one where Austin had made a comment to the media that he said that they should have been more defensive. And we out here were like, huh, maybe they should have been more defensive. But in um, front office, Keith took it intentionally personally and was like, gotta get control over what Austin says. He's cussing out like words that I probably won't say on the podcast. But like, sure. he and like Dubas are like just freaking out about it. And it was just an interesting way to um, see a look inside what a front office looks like. I found that fascinating. We don't, I don't really know much about Keith or hadn't. Um, so getting to know Keith. I think maybe the most impactful is the like the playoff part of it, like the last game, um, and what happened to Tavares, mm. because I only saw replays of that. Um, what happened for anyone who doesn't remember, and I barely do. So. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, Tavares um, was in game one of the playoffs. Um, was it Perry? Perry jumped over his um, jumped over him and he hit his face with his knee and gave him a pretty nasty concussion. Mm-hmm. And for a minute there, we thought we were watching John Tavares die on the ice. Because yeah. um, he was unconscious but conscious at the same time and trying to get back up and could not get back up because they didn't know if his spine was stable. Um, so what Amazon captured was like Simmons and all the other players who were allowed to be on the ice with him being like, John, John, lay down, John, lay down. And, um, just how unsettling that was. Yeah. Um, Having players mic'd, uh, isn't really, you know, you're not used to like getting that first hand account that close to the action. Yeah, and a lot of times our players were mic'd up on the ice um, that we didn't get to see. Yeah. There's, I think it's worth it. I watched it in one go. Um, I mean, it. you don't often get to see that close inside of an NHL team. Yeah. So even if you're not a particular Leafs fan like I am, 
it's good to see what goes on inside those teams and um really of the heartbreak <laughs> um oh. they show that in the locker room after that loss they didn't even go in and lecture them <laughs> they went in and then let them kind of sit alone which i thought was an interesting way to handle that um there's a big change in how keith leads rather than cam um babcock why did i just say campbell yeah. Um, Babcock being the prior coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I mean, he still cusses them out. He's still a traditional hockey coach, but like in moments where you shouldn't speak, he knows not to speak. Yeah, I think that's definitely really poignant. They know the mic is there or they know the cameras are on. Um, I, I wonder if you're even getting like unfettered access or if the you know, I'm sure the camera guys know when to leave too and when to uh, yeah. leave the coaches alone. I'm sure there are things they can't have recorded and and you probably get to hear some things that they wouldn't like to have been recorded. But uh, Oh, definitely I'm, on both yeah. sides. I, I wish that were out there for every team I follow, right? Like I'd, I'd love an end-of-season recap. Um, uh, the Kraken, especially this first year, would be fascinating to have a documentary of. So, um anyone wants to make a documentary we're also available for that work who knows they might like there might be something going on like we didn't find out about amazon until Mm. it was well underway yeah Yeah, i mean amazon being like a sponsor for the kraken i think they should probably get into that yeah no definitely because it's um it's stuff people want to watch um i definitely like it because i've been in the hockey world in some way if you count being the sibling of a hockey player yeah (laughs) um since i was a child and getting to like see inside um is definitely poignant we got to see mitch Mitch marner singing apple bottom jeans boots with the fur (laughs) um do you you want (laughs) to see that is that a good thing it was just funny you don't get to see these guys personality a lot you get to see them kind of like oh should have should have scared it better. Hockey um, players don't really show a lot of personality in their views. Of, I mean, they might show the least of all like professional athletes, right? Like there, uh, there aren't a lot of huge characters. I love like a PK Subban or or someone who's really dynamic and interesting on mic. But they're uh, Sidney Crosby's like, yep, just hit hit the puck around. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to see a lot. Jack Campbell's maybe an exception to that because mm-hmm. he gets really emotional and like. <laughs> I got really defensive of him last season. In fact, like I may have Facebooked you when I saw the preview. I think you did. (laughs) Whoever made Jack Campbell cry needs to needs to report directly to me. (laughs) And you know, um, he's just like the fact it was because he held that team together by string, and he was just honest, like just doing whatever he could to save that series and it wasn't enough i for a long time was just like you know like don't blame him (laughs) and he blamed him um so that's why i was like whoever made him cry needs to (laughs) answer for their crime yeah but yeah i think Um, uh, i think it'll be interesting following these teams in proximity and parallel to one another i think you'll give kraken fans a lot more hope through your suffering um, I appreciate you <laughs> taking the sacrifice to uh, to follow both. Absolutely. I can see how when a North, new sports team comes in and it doesn't go like swimmingly yet, it's hard. It, like, it can be hard to be like, 
<laughs> but I also have a lot of faith in Seattle. Yeah. We, like you said earlier, the Mariners. Um, we have the Mariners, and we also have um, the Seahawks, who are great. Do we? Are they? Are they great <laughs> anymore? I'm kind of telling myself that I don't follow football or baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, we have a really faithful sports. Yeah, the Sounders. They they have faithful fans. The the Sounders, Sounders are great. Yeah. The Storm. Uh, yeah, Storm um, are badass. They they keep winning. I um I think I. I just want to speak to anyone who might be like feeling confused about this because yeah. you know who knows about hockey. It's okay. We welcome you into hockey fandom. Um, I feel like I still don't know anything about hockey. We'll learn together, and we're gonna have an amazing season. Yeah, we're gonna have like uh, reports from especially the first game. I'm very excited about that one. Our first game in person in Vancouver. I'll be coming on, and maybe that night we could go over that. Um, well, yeah, we'll have some pretty immediate reports. We're recording this right after the game. Uh, yeah, that's a that's good access, and I think you making it more accessible helps. Uh, you saying that uh, it might suck to lose your first game, but what about losing fifty three years in a row? Uh, should <laughs> help a lot of people off the ledge. I think there's a lot of Leaf fans too. I knew, like, I I know of like I follow people in Toronto who were like, "What's up, Kraken?" <laughs> after um because i follow like toronto radio personalities and stuff like that because i love toronto i guess i mean awkwardly um, i i listen to a lot in the form of like leafs lunch and um yeah overdrive so i guess i i have a a little bit too much appetite for leafs media because i love their self-destructive tendencies i love leafs media i guess i listen to sdpn yeah. mostly but sdpn to be honest they're putting out a lot of content. I'm not caught up yet. They, because they just became a network. Steve yeah. Dingle became a network. So now they have Chris Johnston and, um, and Steve Dingle podcast on their podcast show and Lee Fan Reacts and Hot Picks and this. And like they are going, they're going. I hope they take us on. <laughs> you can cut that out if you want to, but like, yeah, okay. they, they're going. Um, they're going places. As again, an we're uh, we're available to be taken on by uh, <laughs> Leafs Media. We'll become a Maple Leaf show in no time. Uh, just give us a moment. Well, we wouldn't even have to be a Maple Leaf show. I think they, yeah. I think they are looking to expand. But like, yeah, I I'm a Maple Leafs fan. But um, I'm excited for what this season has in store. I've been, oh, it's been long, a long time waiting. Um. Yeah. And I'm excited for a team who's not going to choke in the first round. And even if they do, it won't be, it won't hurt as bad as the Leafs. It won't hurt as bad as losing your team to the, due to the Spanish influenza, whatever happens, I promise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've been there before, done that. I have a lot of faith in this team and in this city. It's going to be great. Eventually we should look at the confluence of that, like a hundred years distance from Spanish influenza into covid and what we're dealing with as a hockey city um just a uh, too many pandemics within our short hockey history which is also stretched far too long in years yeah no yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to like this normal season that's not like not a small season thank god i remember being all sad that the- <laughs> And I felt selfish being like, oh no, hockey's ending. <laughs> but like, 
don't know. It was it was just a hard thing for everyone um, to have our world upended like that. And Swartz are a, se- a sign that maybe we're getting back to normal yeah. a little bit. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, very soon. You have uh, the Canadians tomorrow, so the leaves will be in action by next time we talk. Um, and we don't know when that is, but uh, we'll record an episode when something happens. Yeah, we'll be here. We're new, so um, we will get our schedule going when it may take some time. Um, and yeah, um, there's a lot of new stuff coming, and we're excited to have you along with us. All right. Thanks so much, Wes. Thank you, Calvin.